You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's everyone's favorite Glinda understudy, Drew Gasparini here with yet another episode of Now We're Talking, the podcast that causes side effects such as bloating and dizziness. Listeners, we have a movie star in our midst today. She's a powerhouse vocalist who got the attention of uber badass director Steven Spielberg, and she could be seen starring as Maria in his upcoming film adaptation of West Side Story. In this episode, she and I start a rumor about her. We talk about how we'd actually met before, but somehow I forgot, hashtag drugs, and we even play a game of M.A.S.H. She's a dream and a delight, and it felt pretty witty and bright to be chatting with her. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're talking with the wonderful Rachel Zegler. Babe, how are you? I'm going crazy, bro, but I'm okay. Are you? Why are you going crazy? Is it because of this horrifying lockdown? And because the world is a bag of shit? And is it because the movie that you are starring in was supposed to come out and it didn't? Yeah, that has something to do with it, I think. Okay, yeah, I think I'm, I'm clicking all the boxes <laughs> yeah. here. I think there's uh, a little bit of all of the above, but yeah. Been a cool, we'll check E for all of the lot. above. Rachel, yeah. you know, you and I have something in common. I don't know do if you we? knew that right away. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay. You and I both got paychecks signed by Steven Spielberg. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. When Hell I was yeah. writing on uh, season two of Smash, hold for applause. Absolutely. I have it on DVD. <laughs> Thank you. Usually there's more applause than that, but that's Sorry. that's fine. No, that's fine. Sorry. That's all you can muster. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so here's a story I want to tell about my Steven Spielberg experience. Yes, and then, please. And then I'm going to ask just a couple questions about it. We're going to dive right in. Absolutely. Uh, but this isn't about your career. I want that to be very clear up front. I really want to get to know you. There is something about people's online presence <laughs> that make me go, I bet if we hung out, we'd have like a blast. Yeah. And I never want to hang out in normal circumstances. And no. if, if I didn't have a podcast, I'd invite you to one of those like trampoline rooms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's how I'd want to hang out with you. I feel like you and I'd have a great time doing that. Um, so here's my weird Steven Spielberg story. <clears throat> Smash season two gets canceled. It wouldn't have if we had like 11 million more viewers. Where right. were all those people? I was there. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in. Um, so when it gets canceled mm -hmm. in the mail, we get like this big thanks for working on the show thing from Steven Spielberg's offices. Wonderful. And it's, it's a picture, a framed picture 
and it's literally four feet fucking tall. Is she like, where do you put it? I don't know. But it's the whole lead cast, like Catherine McPhee and Megan Hilty and all those people, Deborah Messing, all drawn as a sketch. And behind them, lurking creepily in the background, is Steven Spielberg looking like a puppet master behind nice. <laughs> What? So my question, I guess, is when West Side Story wrapped, Yes. Did you guys get a creepy picture drawn of Steven Spielberg as well? No. <laughs> okay. So and I'm a I guess little bit the... mad about it. I'm kind no, of upset. Are you jealous? <laughs> yeah. You're jealous of the fact that I have this. I, I'm going to take a picture of this and, and tag you in it on Twitter so you can actually see what I'm talking about. Please I couldn't do. even take it to New York with me. It's in my parents' house because I don't know how to travel <laughs> with this thing or ship oh. it. It's huge. It's so cumbersome and... and uh, um, Inconvenient. It was an yeah. inconvenient thank you gift, but oh, no. I feel I feel thanked nonetheless. Uh, speaking of Sp- Steven Spielberg, yes, let's, let's see what else you and I have in common. Yes. What is your favorite Steven Spielberg movie? West Side Story is not included, obviously. Okay, um, okay. So I have a couple because as a kid, ET was the first movie that made me cry. I um, want to make it very clear when you say as a kid, I have to roll my eyes <laughs> a That's little fair. bit. Because you're 19, am I correct? Yes, I am. Oh, darn girl. You were born in the 2000s. 2001, I was. You heard it here first, folks. So we can sorry. all hate her collectively. Yeah. Uh, okay, so sorry. So E.T. was the first movie that made you cry. Yes, I mean, I was, and it was partly out of being terrified because when the big hazmat suits come to take E.T., that's terrifying. <laughs> and we're kind of living in that, like moment right now we're all living in like a hazmat reality in a hazmat reality which is the name of my first album and <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, we go. there we go <laughs> there's sound effects in this <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll add sound effects in post don't worry um but as you know as i've when i was 12 i think maybe 12 my parents mm-hmm. took my sister and i to see lincoln um and oh my God. I remember being kind of like, do I want to see Lincoln? I'm 12. And I left uh-huh. that theater and I would not shut up about it. I was like, I loved this part and this part and the light in this wow. part. And my parents yeah. were like, oh, she really liked that. And I, I met Steven for the first time when I was, I had just turned 17. And it was my first in-person with the director and Tony Kushner and the producers. Yeah. They were all there. And he, we were just powwowing at the end and we were shaking hands and he was thanking us for being there. And I said, oh, Stephen, my favorite movie is Lincoln because it really is one of my favorite of all time now. So, um, and he was like, how old were you when that came out? And I said, I think I was like 12. He said, you're the youngest Lincoln fan. <laughs> yeah, most 12 year olds would be like, it was like watching a book life. For real. But it's, yeah. so, have you seen, it's fantastic. I have seen it. I'm, I'm one of the biggest Daniel Day-Lewis fans of all time. I thought As he crushed he it. Be. Didn't he get the Oscar for that? He or he was nominated the Oscar for that. He did get the Oscar. Yes. That's wonderful. You yeah. know, my favorite uh, Spielberg movie is um, Hook. Oh, I love so smart. So like whoever's idea was to be like Robin Williams, like the hairiest grown man in the (laughs) universe. Literally the guy has hair on like parts of his body that chimpanzees don't have hair. (laughs) And they're like, we're going to make you the boyish nymph ish little (laughs) beater bat. I think it was anyway, the whole movie, just like I I was overjoyed with that movie brought up all sorts of childhood memories for me. Speaking of childhood, Rachel, Let's talk about yours, which you're currently which in the I'm middle. I'm currently in, yes. But, but 
It seems to me that like when you're, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm no child star. It's taken me a long time to become the gigantic showbiz entity you see before you. Of course. I, I want to know what it was like leading up to the moment, I guess, of meeting Steven Spielberg, because that, if I had to assume, would be the moment your whole life took a gigantic, not even a turn. You probably leapt off of Earth and into another planet. Yes. that I mean, that is the best description I've heard from, okay. <laughs> from someone who doesn't really know the story like in detail. That is so... People think that it was a very easy transition into yeah. the life that I began to live a couple, two years ago now. Um, yeah. It wasn't easy at all. And it really was that like, just, yeah. you know, you know, it was crazy. So, um, you know, it, I started loving musical theater at a very, very young age. I was four years old when I saw my first Broadway show and I saw wow. Beauty and the Beast um, okay. and I was obsessed and I, I just loved it so much. And I saw all the Disney shows um, because that was what my parents wanted to take me to. And then, yeah. you know, Time started moving. I started seeing more of the classics. I saw Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera and uh, Chicago and all of those things. And on Broadway, you were saying on all Broadway. The shows on yeah, Broadway. I'm very fortunate to live in a close proximity to Manhattan, and so yeah. I, yeah, I was. And also, the financial privilege was there too that I got to see shows whenever sure. I wanted. Um, sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I didn't really consider it something that I could do for a living until I was. 12 ish and I was in my first show I played Sprinza in Fiddler on the Roof uh, at my local okay. league the, 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 the highly regarded character of Sprinza yes Sprinza okay yes wow. she's the yeah. second youngest of Tevya's daughters what's the other one don't tell me hold on Bielka Bielka I can't even believe I ripped that out of my brain. I can't <laughs> even fucking believe it. I auditioned for Bielka, did not get it. So <laughs> like, we're still holding on to grudges, by the way. We're yeah, still holding just on a to little... things. Yeah. Kathleen, if you're listening, Kathleen. I really thought I would have been a good Bielka. No, I, I mean, yeah. what a, and I, it was like a full production. So I was 12 when I was in, I turned 13 in that company, but we had, you know, a 40 year old man playing Tevia and, we had right. older people as as Yenta and all of those characters. And it was such a beautiful experience and a beautiful Not community. your typical high school, you know, Not at all. show you're doing with right. other students. This was like a legit thing. That sounds awesome. Right. And that was when people started to pay attention to my voice because I was with this group of people, of very talented individuals, and they were telling me that I was good. And I was like, I am? And then I started to take it a bit more seriously, went into voice yeah. lessons, started doing more shows. And once other people tell you you're good, that's when it clicks for you. It's like, oh, maybe it's not just a <laughs> fantasy in my brain. Maybe this fantasy lives outward and like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's such absolutely. a real thing. Like it sounds comedic, but it's so true that like that outside validation actually does do wonders for your self-esteem. Unfortunately, that is something <laughs> that we come to rely on in this industry, but it was it was real and then i started and to, significant yeah yes, absolutely yes and i i saw it as my my path in and i started performing in high school i made a youtube channel and my my covers started taking off on youtube and um God bless actually, the internet the day i met you was the day i don't know if you remember meeting me when i was a child rachel rachel I don't, and I'm so happy we're about to talk about this. Oh yes. So <laughs> let's first of all let's just blame all the drugs I did in my twenties for not remembering this this obviously life changing for you <laughs> yes. meeting. Yes, uh, it was life changing. 
And so when is, was this? Paint the picture. I love yes. how this podcast and you're reminding me. <laughs> I'm telling you when we met. <laughs> I think the year was 2015. Almost certain. I was a freshman okay. in high school, so I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, I was uh, that day, it was the Broadway flea market in Schubert Alley. Okay. And I think I remember being there supporting my good friend, Alex Brightman, Alex Brightman. and I was yeah. signing a couple of, of, I could use a drink albums or whatever Absolutely. I was doing there. Yes. Sure, sure. So I had just sung a little fall of rain with Chris McCarroll from Les Mis and Percy Jackson. And, you know, and I loved him and, and we had such a good time. And that video ended up going like viral in the Broadway community because it was just really fun and sweet and it, it went super well. And I was walking around kind of like floating on a cloud because it had gone so well. And I bought a 35 millimeter album, Ryan Scott Oliver. God bless. God bless. What a great album. One of my favorites. And um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I I bought it and I bumped (laughs) into Alex Brightman while I was buying it. And I was like, holy crap. And we just talked (laughs) for a second. My mom took our picture took me and Alex's picture. And then she, you turned the camera around on my mom's phone and took a selfie with her. And I don't have the picture, but it exists somewhere. If if that picture exists and you find it, please blast it and tag because I got to see that. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it because, and I was like, oh my God. And when I was looking through, I didn't know it was you when I met you because you're wearing sunglasses because mm-hmm. you're super famous. And uh, yeah. I like to keep a low profile. <laughs> of course. And then I was scrolling through my mom's phone and I was like, that's Drew Gasparini. And <laughs> it was like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, okay, but I do. And I can't believe I didn't get a picture of Drew Gasparini. Um, I'm going to find it someday, but... That Not a picture with Drew Gasparini, but uh, a picture of Drew Gasparini. Here, let's yeah. see a picture right now. Let me take yes. a picture Yes. I'm going to take a video because go. I do my one second a day. Oh, that's good. Ready? There we have it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right. Yay. Uh, wow. I love that story yeah. so much. Yes. And uh, wow, this is this makes this podcast even more <laughs> special to me. I can't yes. even believe it. It's like almost seven years old. Before we, I know, God, time is flying by. And you're, you look, you're a grown almost woman now. I know, uh, I know. <laughs> what, I find, what I find fascinating about you and the career that you have and the career yes. you're going to continue to have is that there was dreams of Broadway. Yes. But Broadway hasn't happened yet. No. You skipped a few steps. I did. And decided, I guess, to, to just get cast in... The, one of the world's most famous directors' interpretations of one of the most famous musicals, yep. playing one of the most famous parts ever written for a I mean, what stage. would you have done? <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I would have skipped those steps, too. Are you yeah. crazy? Oh, my God. Jesus yeah. Christ. You know, when I got smashed, I thought I was skipping steps. I was like, I haven't had a Broadway show yet, but you know what? TV's going to change my life. I think there it is. did the opposite. I, did, I think it made me shake the Etch-A-Sketch and start all the way back I over. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I fell backwards a little bit. Uh, so now that you are on this trajectory of, and I love that people are already familiar with you because of your YouTube channel, because of your presence online, which is yeah. joyous. Oh, I was talking you. to Catherine Gallagher about this, um, who I love. I, I think she's just one of my favorite my humans. <clears throat> and we've worked together a couple of times and she's just great. 
we were talking about how this it makes me sound like I'm 75 years old, but this younger generation of actors and the support that I see coming, because online, you obviously know this, can be the most toxic place. It is. <laughs> in the entire world. The World yeah. Wide Web is a frightening place to go down and it can really ding up your self-esteem. The way you guys all seem to have each other's back because you have an understanding of what the business entails and what it feels like to be a little more recognized and what it feels like to be called fat or stupid or untalented online. You guys seem to have each other's back. Uh, and I love watching that, but that wasn't my question. My, my whole point here was to say, I love that people know who you are. They're mm-hmm. going to know who you are even further. You haven't even blown up all the way yet. Is that yeah, mind blowing? Like true. it's, it's, it hasn't even happened yet. When the movie comes out, just hold the fuck onto your seat and frame that fucking selfie I took on your mom's phone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me live on a wall somewhere yeah. in your famous household. Um, <laughs> Is there a going forward is, is, and this is kind of an iteration of a thousand questions that were sent to me on Twitter. A lot of people had the same ish question of what do you think is going to happen next for West Side after West Side Story? But my question really, I'm going to evolve that question and make it more of a, do you want to do Broadway still? Or is this like a thing now you feel like you've, you've jumped past it and now you want to go down this movie star road? For me, success... Not that you can't do both, by the way. Of course, of course. People do both all the time and they do it uh, brilliantly. And um, and I've you know been fortunate enough to work with a lot of people who did come from the Broadway stage. Ariana DeBose and, and, and oh, David yeah. Alvarez, who won the Tony at like 13 for Billy Elliot. Like, you know, <clears throat> I always equate success to my Broadway debut. Like I will know that I made it when I'm on Broadway because that was my first love, but it has to be the right thing now. Yeah. You know, yeah. where like when I was, I tried Broadway multiple times. I tried for it and I never, yeah. I never got past, I never got a call back for anything. So that's so insane. How <laughs> dumb do these casting directors think? Like, honest to God, I wake mean- the, tell <laughs> Tara Rubin, are you listening? What the hell? <laughs> Give this girl her Broadway break. Are you crazy? <laughs> it's really funny because I look back and I say, you know, as cliche as it sounds, and so many people will say it to you and you'll roll your eyes every time. It wasn't mm-hmm. right. It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right project. It wasn't the right role. But I auditioned for School of Rock when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I didn't get that. Obviously, I, my they told me my voice was too mature because it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could not have passed for a fourth grader. just wouldn't have happened. Um, I auditioned for the West Side Story revival, did not get that. Um, wow. Hamilton a couple of times, never got through there. No. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton's going to be an offer only situation for you. I swear. I've already called Lynn. We've talked. It's going to happen. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're just going to get whatever part you want. You can be the king. You can be <laughs> yeah, Hamilton. You can I, be Aaron Burr if you want. I really, and I, and I could. So I'm <laughs> like, you know, it would have to be the right thing. I want to originate something really badly. So, you know, if the timing's right and it works out, it would absolutely be a dream come true because that was always the plan. Um, but yeah. I fell in love with film. I wasn't expecting it, and I did. And and I love the what process. What was something surprising about the process? Like, I, all I know of it just from watching it and being on set a couple times for things I've worked on is there is a shitload of waiting around. Very true. Uh, so how did you manage to have patience and keep yourself entertained and like, 
you know, I guess, I guess you're reminding yourself, be grateful, be here, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like, were you bored? (laughs) You know, I was never bored. There were times where like, you know, there was a 4am call for dance at the gym. And, Mm -hmm. you know, anybody who's seen West Side Story knows that Maria doesn't do much dancing in dance at the Mm -hmm. gym. She's, you know, that's the whole point is that she's on the sidelines with Chino the whole time. And, you know, so Chino and I would be stuck in our trailers for a couple um, hours before we were actually called to work. But, you know, I took a nap and I got some sleep and I would like lay legitimately like a corpse, like because I'd had my makeup and hair done and I was right, you didn't want to. I didn't want to like do, I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want anyone to have to touch oh me up God. or anything. And I remember oh particularly one of those days, Bradley Cooper came to visit our set as right because of yeah, no, that's typical that's most sets uh yeah. he just pops by yeah he pops by and um rehearsals too just for broadway he'll just come by he just comes in and he's like hey yeah. guys it's me and i didn't believe that he was there because my 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 best friend josh rivera who plays chino is a bit of a jokester if you will uh-huh. And he came up to me and he was like, Rachel, Bradley Cooper is here. And he said that I'm the best actor he's ever seen. And I was like, okay, you're full of shit. Uh-huh. I'm walking around literally in my skivvies, like getting food from Crafty. And who's walking towards me? But the beautiful Bradley Cooper. Was and I magnificent? Was he oh as glorious my, as we all want him to be? He's very kind. He's very, um, very kind and very um, gracious with his time. And he talked to us and we were talking because he was, he produced the Joker. So we were talking about the Joker and talking about all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. But I was never uh, bored or annoyed. There was always something to do, someone to talk to. And, and, and I was there as much as I could be because who wants to miss out on that experience? So yeah. What, I mean, what an amazing experience. I, I, I hope, I hope going forward, this is my hope for you that going forward, once you're cast in the next several dozen things that you'll be doing on film, that, that allure stays the same. The idea of like, I'll always find something to do during my downtime. I'll either sleep like a corpse or I will, (laughs) I'll meander around in my underwear and get seen by Bradley Cooper. Either way, it seems, it seems like an eventful afternoon uh should you not be shooting at the time it's just an experience to hang on to and plus to watch masters like steven spielberg do their thing that yeah. must be a thrill all in itself you i know? got to watch steven spielberg direct rita moreno like because i i wanted to be there Legend. and i wanted to be yeah. present and and i went to everything i could orchestra recordings the album recordings even if i wasn't recording that day yeah. i would watch steve sonheim talk to Spielberg and they're having a conversation and my brain. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear her just then? She just said, Steve Sondheim. (laughs) The casualness of that sentence is mind boggling. Just Stevie, you know, pops in. Holy shit. I love it. I love, I love hearing those talks of Steven, uh, not Steven Spielberg, uh, sorry, Steve Sondheim. (laughs) When he, what he's talking about when, cause he was like 23 or something like that when he wrote the lyrics. He was a kid. Yes. And he is so annoyed at his past self because of there's a place for he annoyed us. At that? he's annoyed because he puts he put a lyric on a very important note but it's a very unimportant lyric there's uh, uh and oh. he talks about how uh is such a yucky uh place for us and it lands in a nice area but you're hearing uh for like 40 seconds it feels like before you get down to place for us and the song yeah. continues it's so funny to listen to him reflect on that work when in any other time or any other lifetime i would have been like this is perfect this is genius, genius. you were 23 
sit down. Yeah. Well, I got an earful about how much he dislikes I Feel Pretty, which everybody knows about how much he hates. Yeah. Yes. I Feel Pretty. Yes. And um, for those who don't know, uh, I Feel Pretty is my song. And I, got, <laughs> I got an earful about how much he, he did not like it. And, you know. What did he say to you about what he doesn't like about the song? What were some of the specifics you remember? Pretty much what he says to everybody who asks about it, where he's like, what kind of 18-year-old immigrant girl is saying she feels pretty and witty and bright? You yeah. Know, he yeah. doesn't speak yeah. that much English. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair, Mr. Sondheim. Um, uh-huh, and, Steve. and I will say, you know, uh, looking forward to this film that we, we, we did something with it that I think fixes it, you know, fixes and his criticism of it. We cannot say what that is, obviously, no, we can't. but I am so going to have to see. <laughs> I hope everybody pays good cash money to see this fucking movie when it comes out. I really do. I'm uh, looking forward it, to it. And so. is the plan still to go back to theaters, you know, once the world opens back up? As far as I know, uh, you know, everybody who's been paying attention to it, December 10th is our release date. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And According to the very trusted individuals, Dr. Fauci and everybody who knows what they're talking about. Yep. I pray to the God have, of Dr. Fauci. Yes. I do too. We worship at the altar of Fauci. And Absolutely. I, I think we'll have theaters by then. I, I'm, I'm manifesting that, truly. I want it to be true yeah. so badly. No, it's going to um, happen. It'll happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. And we're going to be able to see it on a big screen and big speakers hearing Gustavo Dudamel play that incredible score. So, oh my God! Was he? Yeah. He's a LA Philharmonic. Is that who that is? Yes. Yes. Holy LA shit! Film. What a God! You've just you've like in the you know in the quickest span of time you've hung out with these people I idolize. It is amazing to me. Can we trade lives for like? If a day? we were to a trade day. lives for a day, I would have you go back in time to the mm-hmm. day of working on West Side Story when yeah. we had four, I won't say who, but four incredibly different people who were very, very famous in mm-hmm. the same room. And oh I sat there like bobbing my head, ping-ponging back and forth, listening to Genius, talk to Genius, talk to Genius, talk to Genius. Well, and if I was air, there that off day. Off air, I'll tell you who it was, but I can't. Okay, I'm yes. not okay. Say. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep the video going after we turn off the episode, and you'll tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we did switch positions, and I was there that day, yes. Obviously, I don't know who these four individuals are who you're talking about, right? But I can promise, whatever you were wearing that day will have been ruined by me shitting in the pants of myself. It was a Shrek the Musical hoodie that Janine Tosori gave me. <laughs> Wow, I would have ruined your Shrek Please the Musical Please don't ruin honey. that. <laughs> I don't know. That's prized. You got to hang on to that that and make it clean and keep it good forever. Yeah. Uh, let's do embarrassing storytelling. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think. Dang. Okay. I We're, we're going to do a, a an embarrassing story exchange. While you okay. think, I'll give you mine. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. okay. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. It doesn't have to be like you, you haven't, you've barely lived through the, the, your twenties. You haven't even lived through your twenties, which is yeah. one of the most embarrassing things happen to, to adults anyway. So I would say, don't worry. I'm not expecting a lot, but my embarrassing story is actually, uh, from high school. Okay. And this happened to me. I played, um, I sang in jazz choir in high school. Nice. And when I wasn't singing in jazz choir, it was advanced jazz choir, whatever that means. Uh, I played bass upright bass for some songs that i wouldn't sing it and we would go to these competitions the reason i liked doing that is because if you unplugged the bass you just couldn't hear it and i could literally look like i was playing amazing shit but i don't read music nobody knows this about me i don't read music 
I don't read music. Don't wow. tell my composer friends. But I won't. I won't. They won't hear this, will they? Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know who's listening to this. This is how uh, you're going to test your friendships. Is like, oh. Yeah, we'll see how many people unfollow me after yeah, I make this statement. who's going to be surprised? <laughs> I don't, so I don't read music. And then after we do the performance for this competition, we get criticized by like a jazz famous person who comes in and is like giving critiques to each of the performers. And I was like, he's just going to be talking to the singers. I'll be back here <laughs> miming. My confidence was insane. So I was playing and then he goes, okay, stop, 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 stop. Can I just hear the bass player real quick all by himself? Can he just play the piece all by himself? And I made up, something that sounded like it literally it went from a jazz song to me isolated and it was like boo do dee dee do 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 and it was outed in front of hundreds of jazz freaks that I don't know how to play <laughs> bass. That's actually the music. first song. That's the first song on my album Hazmat Reality. Yeah, Hazmat That's Reality. <laughs> the name of the song is B Doop B. Yeah. And it's just me on bass. It's actually right. an instrumental. You invited me on to be a feature. I thank you again for that opportunity. You're very welcome. And, Did you get paid uh, this, yet? No. <laughs> I haven't gotten paid. I'm I'm just expecting a gigantic royalty. Uh, because that will obviously be the most streamed single. From I'm sending you a gigantic portrait of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. Uh, Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So that is my that is my high school embarrassing story. Rachel, what do you got? I'm 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 actually like at a loss at the moment because I okay. know that they no, happened. She's 19 years old. She's starring in a movie directed by Steven Spielberg, and she can't think of one embarrassing thing about her life thus far. Everybody listening, again, That's I'm not- going to give out her address, <laughs> and we can get porches and pitchforks, and we're going to go to your house Please. and make sure you understand the hatred. I understand. Hatred. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like something that – because, oh, my God. I mean, I hit my head pretty hard when we were when we were shooting West Side Story. And okay. that to me, and like, I wanted to cry right after it happened. Because, that's how because of the I embarrassment and because of the embarrassment, because I did it in front of everybody. And actually my hair clip that I wore mm-hmm. broke when I hit oh. my head. And it was um, like a special, like, this is Maria's hair clip. This was Maria's hair clip. Like the picture that, you know, the pictures that have gone out of me in the film, really the only ones that are out there are from dance at the gym. So everyone's kind of seen the half up, half down hairstyle. Um, and it was that hair clip and I hit it on a windowsill when we were like about to, I guess we're about to film the balcony scene. And those were the last two days of filming. I had gone 
about what six months surrounded by these people and Mm -hmm. the last two days I decided to be an embarrassment (laughs) um yeah that was pretty embarrassing and I I hit my head so hard and the clip broke and fell to the ground um, so the noises, the clunky noises following the bash of the head, yeah. <laughs> it keeps drawing attention to the fact that you were clumsy for a minute. That is a pretty embarrassing I thing. mean, yeah. It's, it's not it's, like you were around Steven Spielberg or anything. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I will say though, I, I met Barack Obama wearing Harry Potter socks and I wasn't wearing shoes. And I think about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that is when I met Barack Obama, I was wearing my Borat thong, and that was also <laughs> a very embarrassing moment for me. Oh, wow, man. I I can't believe it. The two things you just said back to back. When I was starring in this movie, right. the thing popped out of my head, how embarrassing. When I met the president, right. uh I was wearing Harry Potter garb. How yeah. embarrassing. I was I wearing Hufflepuff socks and I was wearing my Shrek the musical hoodie, and he look I said, really I'm not wearing, wearing this shoes. To death. It it was the same. There, that's one of the people. There you go. Gotcha. It's one of the gotcha. people. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my god. That was one of the people in the room. <laughs> we can't say who the other three were, but we got one. And that was one of them, and it was uh, and it was a terrifying uh, experience. And I didn't know that we were meeting the president until about like four hours before it happened. So I didn't, you know, we came straight from rehearsal for Dance at the Gym. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you guys. I'm sweating. I have no product in my hair, nothing on my face. And I'm wearing a Shrek the Musical hoodie and Hufflepuff socks. Wow. Throw me a freaking bone here, man. (laughs) Hi, guys. Sorry to interrupt while Rachel recovers from that embarrassing story. I just want to remind you to keep up with our guests and support the things they have going on by following them on their socials. You can find Rachel on Twitter and Instagram and make sure to subscribe to her popular YouTube channel. Say, while you're doing things on your phone, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. What a whore I am. Back to the show. Could we start a rumor about you today? (laughs) Oh boy, what would it be? And if be? not you, if not you, obviously be more exciting if it was you, we could start a rumor about me today. I have no shame. I mean, I, what? I'm, I'm fair game. <laughs> what are we talking about by rumor? Because there are rumors about what, me. What are, what are some rumors that exist about you? Um, That my viral video of me singing Shallow from A Star Is Born mm-hmm. got me the part in West Side Story because obviously Maria is a pop belt role. <laughs> Yes, obviously it was that big belty moment. When we all know the reason you got the part was because of this. I'm starting the rumor right now. Right. It's because you were scream singing the Prodigy song, Smack My Bitch Up. I remember right. it Oh my God. I Actually, now. it was Smack That by Akon. And so, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, I got yeah, please. Smack That by Akon. That's what landed you in the offices of Steven Spielberg. And he was like, and I he heard the like, video. Say no more. Exactly. That's what got me. I didn't audition for a whole year. Not at all. It was actually just the one video and I immediately got the call and I got cast. Great. Wow. I hope if nothing else, everybody takes away from this podcast that you got the part of Maria in the Steven Spielberg adaptation of West Side Story by singing an Akon song. Yeah. And not auditioning outside of that one performance of the Akon song. There was no other auditions. I think this is a really healthy rumor to start. Well, I had actually never sung anything else before. The only song that's in my book is Smack That by Akon. So Yeah, no, I yeah, that's another rumor that I'd heard. And I'm glad that you're verifying it here today. Of course. Uh, A rumor about me. Right. Is that I uh, am a really good kisser 
Oh man. That's a rumor. That's it's it's crazy. and everybody knows this because they see me practicing on my knee when I'm sitting on the subway. It's all of New York talks about it. Right. Everybody, uh, you, everybody that's embarrassing for me, but it's more like I can show my talent by making out with myself. Well, and everybody now knows now that you're a really good kisser. Everybody and that is how I got the part of Maria in the <laughs> the upcoming West Side Story movie. Uh, all right. Another little game I want to play with you. We're going to play Who Would Win in a Fight, Broadway edition. Nice, 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 nice. And okay, we ha- so I'm assuming we have to justify our answers. I would love to hear a justification of your answers. I'm going to right. toss out three Broadway actors, okay? And this is right. like, this is a to-the-death kind of thing. Hunger so Games. Assess- <laughs> exactly. Hunger Games. Assess who is going to be playing dirty. Assess who is going to be coming in with throwing big and, you know, mm. here are the three names that I'm going to toss out. Okay. Stephen Pasquale. Okay. Jonathan Groff. Okay. Uh, Aaron Tveit. Oh, shit. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Off the bat, like first, first impression. Right out Stephen, of the game. Stephen Pasquale could take them all. <laughs> I uh, I am so happy you said that because the minute I was like, if I'm starting with Stephen Pasquale and Jonathan Groff's number two, Jonathan doesn't stand a chance against No, he does. Pasquale. He's too sweet. He's too sweet. He's too kind. He probably wouldn't even show up to the fight. Exactly. He would be like- So I'm he wouldn't even be there. It would literally be just a punching match between <laughs> Stephen Pasquale and Aaron Tveit. Yeah. And I think Stephen, I mean, like all love to Aaron. I've had a crush on him since I was like seven years old, but- Oh, who hasn't? Who hasn't? <laughs> And I, you know, I just love him, but Stephen Pasquale, Stephen Pasquale could probably just open his mouth and like, but I will say Aaron mm-hmm. Tveit's got epic survival because six months of Catch Me If You Can, Homie never took a show off. Hey, that's, that's an I argument. Mean, I suppose that makes him good in a fight. I think that, and also he's going to win a Tony this year. Yeah. God, I hope. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen Pasquale. Okay, I'm going to toss out three more people, and then you okay. tell me who who's going to win at this battle royale. All right, Karen Olivo, Leah Michelle, BB Newworth. Oh shit! Okay, so immediately Leah Michelle's out. There's just no way. Okay, I, I think, think she played dirty. I think she'd get real. Oh, she absolutely she'd would. Cheat. She would, yeah. but I think like when it comes down to physical strength, I know that Ka- I watched Karen in Moulin Rouge and I was like, mm-hmm. she could kick me into next week. I know she yeah. could. No, um, yeah, you're right. But BB Newart's been at it and I know that she she would like really pack a punch. She's so, got some tricks up her sleeve. I really think so. I think I think Karen Olivo might be in such awe that she is fighting BB Newworth that right. she might just forfeit and give the fight to BB Newworth. Yeah. Uh, I have a, I have a Leah Michelle story, and I don't care who hears it. I went and saw I went and saw uh, Spring Awakening. My buddy Matt Doyle. I grew up with Matt Doyle. Love and, Matt. And we love Matt, mm-hmm. and I went to go see him in Spring Awakening. I was so proud of him. I went backstage and Leah Michelle's backstage and she's not talking to anybody. There are no people around her. And me and my brother, we went up to her and we were like, you are so great. And she goes, I know that. And then walked away. I am not exaggerating at all. I have never, I've never been treated like that to this day after that. I've never been treated like that. It's crazy. When people say that to me, if they say that to me, my first Uh instinct is no. Like, can you imagine being like, I know, I know. People people go up to you and they go, aren't you the girl that sang Smack That by Akon? <laughs> Say, I know. 
I know. I I'm, am that girl. I, I couldn't believe the gall. Uh, okay, last little game I want to play. Yeah. And then we're going to get some Twitter questions, okay? Oh, boy. Have you ever played the game MASH? Yes. Yeah. Yes, where you make the spirally things and the yes. whole thing. So I would like to play with you. Oh my god! Uh, I played. I played with my family the other day, and it was so hysterical. I thought it'd be fun to bring to the pod. So uh, here are the categories we are going to do. Okay. And don't feel like you have to. I got it all here. You don't have to do it. Okay. Thing. Okay. I got it. I was prepared. Uh, <laughs> so Mash, as we all know, stands for mansion, apartments, uh, shack, and house. Those are your options. Yeah. The categories below are going to be dream spouse. Oh boy. Dream dream job. Oh boy. Dream pet and dream vacation spot. Oh okay? boy. Okay. So go ahead and give me and every all the viewers here, viewers, what? I'm so old, the listeners. <laughs> well, yeah, no one's watching this. Although you did you get your eyebrows done right before this. Thanks I for did. showing up. I all did it for you. Out. Yes. You know what? I can't do anything to my eyebrows. I need them to grow out all the way so that I can use it as a long comb over because I'm losing my hair. So right. I thought it'd be a nice way to just grow it out, disgusting and bushy, and then start combing it, slicking it back to make it look like I have a very low and handsome hairline. What do you think of that idea? Like Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Very much so. <laughs> like Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Talk about an Oscar snub. Am I right? I agree. Um, <laughs> All right, dream spouse, celebrities only. Give me three and I'll pick one for you. Okay, um, Okay. I think because it's a given and this is so stupid, um, I'm going to say Oscar Isaac, but everyone thinks that like I thirst for Oscar Isaac, but in reality, I just really, he's the star of my favorite movie ever, Inside Lewin Davis, um, and I admire him so much and he's been such a fantastic mentor in my life. So All, all I heard was you're thirsty for Oscar, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> that's that's um, what the internet hears too, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Another rumor we're going to start today. Great. So uh, even though that is pretty available online elsewhere. Yeah, everybody knows know that. Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Uh, all right, number two, choice number two, dream spouse. We're playing MASH with Rachel Ziegler. Here we go. I'm going to say, I have to say Aaron Tveit. I got to give it to Aaron. Aaron Tveit. We I was love Aaron Tveit. for a very long time. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm, I'm so alive. alive. All right, Aaron Tveit, uh, last one. I'm trying to think. I'll be on. I haven't been obsessed with a with a male celebrity. Can I can I do a female celebrity? Absolutely, you could do a female celebrity. Oh my celebrity. gosh. Um, let's let's say Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, holy I'm hell yes. With her, Lady Gaga, and if like you're seeking some male energy, she can give male energy. I would even say her energy transcends gender, and she's just energetic. Like that's just. I agree. You know. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I love Lady Gaga. Uh, I'm going to give you Al Roker. Okay, that's fair. The world's most famous chubby weatherman. We love Al Roker. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, give me your dream jobs, three of them. Okay, I'm going to have to say marine biologist. I love that. Okay, is that I something you've always wanted to do? No, but recently I've been, you know, sitting in quarantine. I watched the show The Zoo on Animal Planet, and okay. I think about how badly I wish I were best friends with a sea turtle. So okay, I mean, yeah. just to become friends with Crush from Finding Nemo—that's yeah. worth it, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, all right, next dream job. We're playing Mash with Rachel Zegler. If you're just tuning in, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say an actor. <laughs> I love being an actor. I love that. That's number two for you. Okay, yeah. number three. Yeah. Uh, and my first job I ever wanted was to be a fashion designer. So a fashion designer. Oh, I yeah. bet you'd kill it. You have, I mean, I follow you on the Insta and many people do, but you got the looks, Oh, you know how to you. pull out. You have great fashion sense. I don't. Do you see my goofy movie? I love sweater? your goofy movie sweater. Goofy movie. Not so bad. Underrated. 
I agree. God, yeah. oh my God, do I love the songs from that. Okay, yes. so the job I'm going to give you is Leah Michelle's assistant. Oh, good God. That would be, I think that would be very fun. Okay, Goody. Leah Michelle's assistant. Uh, dream pet. I've always wanted a dog, so that has to You've be- You've never had a dog? My parents would not let me have pets. I had a you fish. You reek of dog energy. I you know. You reek of it. I know. <laughs> A la Leah okay. Michelle, I know. <laughs> okay. A dog. <laughs> A dog? Uh, yeah. what, what? Number two. Pet number two. A clownfish. <laughs> a clownfish. I want a clownfish. There's wow. a Finding Nemo theme here, but I want a clown. There's fish. definitely oh, a Finding Nemo f- uh, theme here, and yeah. they're cute. I mean, they're cute fish. I get it. Have you ever seen like the small ones? They're so sweet. Yes, I have at yeah. Petco. Actually, I see exactly. the little clownfish. Uh, all right, yeah. pet number three. I really want a giraffe. Oh, I love that. Thing. <laughs> a giraffe. Yes. Uh, and for pet number four, I'm going to say Drew Gasparini. And it would be so welcome here. So all I need is like a little bed on the side of the bed <laughs> and just feed me. That's it. Got it. Uh, okay. Dream vacation spot. Hit me with your three. I love Barcelona. I've been once and I want to be back very badly. Um, all right, Barcelona. I love Barcelona. It's beautiful. So beautiful. I so beautiful. want to visit the Maldives. Okay. Maldives. Um, because I've just seen pictures and I think it's really pretty. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Super gorgeous for the influencer culture. Um, yeah. And then I really do want to go back to Paris. I've been to, I've been very fortunate to have been to Paris once. And I, I could see you really uh, excelling in an environment like Paris. Yes. I am going to say Newark. Oh my goodness. Where we filmed the infamous I Feel Pretty. In, uh, in West Side Story. Oh, good. I meant the airport in specific. So uh, that's even better. Uh, okay. When I say go, you tell me when to stop. Okay. Ready? And go. Stop. Okay. I'm Here nervous. Go. Oh, God. The results are on the way. Give me one minute. <laughs> and we have the results. Oh, boy. They've just come in hot off the presses. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have Rachel Zegler's future in our hands. Oh, yes. You'll and be I- happy to know it's not so bad. Oh, okay. wow. It, could, it, it really, it could have been worse. Okay. Um, your dream spouse, you share a mansion with Lady Gaga herself. Oh, yes. We'd have which so I guess makes up for the fact that you are Leah Michelle's assistant. <laughs> Okay, so just know that that is part of your trajectory here. Uh, You have a beautiful pet giraffe. I'm very sad I didn't get chosen. That means I'm still up for adoption, everybody who's listening. Yeah. And uh, your vacation spot is Barcelona. 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 So it's not so bad. Things turned out okay for Rachel Zegler on MASH. Yes, yes, yes. Now you're going to do mine. I love this. Guys, this is... Same the- categories. Okay. And listener, if you've made it here, congratulations. We have a basket of cookies being sent to your house. Yeah. Uh, and an autographed album of uh, <laughs> Akon Smack That. Smack That. But it's not signed by Akon. It's signed by us. It, it's signed by <laughs> both Rachel and I. That's yeah. right. So I think it's worth negative money. I don't know how that's possible. but yes, know, yeah. yes. And let me know when you're ready and I'll pick three and then you get to pick one. I'm each. ready. I'm ready. Okay, great. So, so dream spouse. spouse. Yes. Dream spouse. I'm going to go uh, really kind of specific here, but we're going to go 1996 Jennifer Aniston. 
Okay. I was the, who I was named after. I was named after her character and friends. Is that true? You actually were? That is true. They were going to name That's me Catherine, horrible. but my sister's name is Jacqueline, and they thought they were too similar. And mm, okay. they were watching yeah, a lot friends of internal rhymes. I know. And they were watching and they got friends, it. and they said, that sounds nice. And so, Well, yeah. you have Rachel Green energy in a very good way. I Thank hope you, you take that much. as a compliment. I do. I do. All right. Let's um, go. Spouses. Tina Fey. Solid choice. Tina Fey, big time. And uh, Sarah Bareilles. I will always be in love with Sarah Bareilles. I will always be in love with Sarah Bareilles. And then Absolutely. you get to pick whoever my final choice is here. I'm going to have to put Leah Michelle just because of the story you told me. <laughs> and also because okay. you made me her assistant. So I yeah, mean, no, that's fair. <laughs> hey, yeah. have fun. We'll get to hang out. Because we'll get- if I get her, yeah, we'll get yes. to hang out. That's yes, that's the reason I did that. Uh-huh. Dream job. <laughs> Dream job. Uh, I would love to be a chef. Really? Do you cook? I do. I cook, yes. Amazing. Well, that, that's good. good. That's the it. first step. Yeah, so, being good at something and then pursuing it. I'd yes. like to be a chef. I would love to uh, be the composer of The Karate Kid on Broadway, coming to theaters near you. Wow, I'm excited. You know, there's... We are also going to offer you the role of Miyagi. I was going to wait till the end of the episode. <laughs> I think you'll have many people upset with that. Um, okay, third and final job, dream job for mm-hmm. me, I think would be pro skateboarder. All the Tony Hawk, understood. Yeah, and, and just to be very frank, I'm horrid at skateboarding. I'm miserable at it. But if I, I if I, if I wanted to be good at something that I'm not good at, that would be the thing. So you're not good. You can't. Horrible at skateboarding. Have you you've but, tried? Oh, yeah. I, okay. my, I, I think my legs are too short and my torso is too long and my center of gravity is is all very off. Oh, good. I'm choosing for you pro helier. So like you're using Healy's to do tricks. I think that I would like be that. really okay. good. Thank you. Healy for those, those are the, with the wheels and the heels. Yes. I had yeah. to wear them when I was Ariel in the little mermaid and I of wouldn't wish that did. for anyone. So you're pro helier. Yeah. Uh, so pets. Dream pet, a baby elephant. I love elephants more oh than I can goodness. even explain to people. Yes. Um, dream pet. My dog Gordy already is my dream pet, so I I toss him in the in what the bunch. What kind of there. dog is Gordy? That's a great question. I think he's a mutt of like a thousand different varieties, Amazing. but he's just he's a Gordy. That's all he is to me, Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. I love him. Very. Uh, and I think I would have a beaver. There's this woman on TikTok who has a pet beaver, and it's so funny to watch. All he does is collect shit from around the house because he can't help it, and oh. he builds dams. <laughs> He builds dams all over the house. How do you domesticate a beaver? I don't know, but he's like taking her golf clubs and like stacking them <laughs> on a bench. And like, it's hysterical. I love it. I love it. that. I'm going to put down Wookiee because I don't think that's a punishment. I think okay. having a Wookiee from, from Star Wars, I think you I should. I would love to have a Wookiee. Yeah, they can absolutely. all visit the planet Kashyyyk and pick up a Wookiee for you. Okay. Vacation spots, Drew Gasparini. Vacation spots. I would love to do south of France. Nice. Have you been? I have not, but I hear great things. Great. Uh, Fiji, I I know that they have treehouse hotels and that seems appealing to me. I know. I know. Swiss Family Robinson life. That's all I want. You, me, Leah, Michelle, Fiji. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. And Lady Gaga. Maybe she'll join us. Yes, Lady Gaga will come with us. It'll be so fun. You, me, Lady Gaga, and Leah Michelle in a treehouse. How fun. Uh, and I uh, London. London's my favorite city. I've never been and I'm dying to go. So you belong there. You would love it. I, I think I really would because I think I belong in New York and I think London is the way to get out of the noise of New York. I'm going to put um, 
I'm going to put the North Pole so oh, that God. you can write <laughs> so that you can write music for Santa's elves. I and love they can that. Sing. It's like yeah, actually a beautiful know, thing. It is because child labor often needs to be serenaded. Who said the elves were children? Okay, come on. Okay, uh, I'm going right, to start drawing a circle. When I say go, then you have to tell me when to stop. I'm such a good okay. host, guys. Okay. You're great. You're killing it. Go. Stop. Okay. That was a lot. I drew that spiral very quickly. Okay. Uh, and while Rachel is counting my fate, yes, I, I will go ahead and, and discuss some uh, factoids about uh, me. Both my feet are different sizes. On my left, <laughs> I wear a size 11. On my right, I size three and a half. So it is basically a tennis racket next to a ping pong paddle. It's, oh my God. Uh, other than that, I just trained my dog to do a very fantastic trick where he can drive me home when I'm too drunk. <laughs> okay, well, I have your future. And, um, Ladies and gentlemen, here is my future brought to you by Rachel Ziegler. Yeah, there's a full moon on Friday, so we're manifesting this future. Yes. You got a great life, my friend. And Did you're I? so lucky that none of my choices got picked, and I'm feeling a little bit gypped by the universe. <laughs> um, you live with Tina Fey in a beautiful apartment. You're a yes. pro skateboarder, my bro. And you two take care of your baby elephant. Oh! And occasionally you leave the elephant with me when you go to London on vacation. Excellent. You're Excellent. so lucky. I'm freaking I, Leah I, Michelle's I, assistant. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, but at least you get to watch my elephant from time to time. So that's, that's, <laughs> before I say goodbye to you, my dear, is there anything you want to say to the young people? Because you have a lot of followers. I do. And they look up to you. My God, do they look up to you. Uh, there's a couple Twitter questions I have here that I want to get to. Of course. Uh, but before we get to these questions, because some of them are a little silly, um, <laughs> what do you have to say to your followers who have supported you so far? Oh my and God. Because they yeah. love you. I mean, they're the, they really are the best. And, and there's such a, there's a meme that goes around, you know, there's that Sue Sylvester meme from Glee where she's like, I'm going to create an environment that is so toxic. Right. And, yeah. and so there's a meme that they share pretty often that was like, Rachel Zegler, when creating her fandom, I'm going to create an environment that is so kind. And oh. that means a lot to me because I truly believe kindness is the source of all great things in the world. As funny and cynical as I try to be a lot, there's a lot of good in the world. And and it's hard to find it nowadays. And and it I is. really want my, so when you, you know, complimented young people on social media, that group of people that we have with Antonio and Celia and, and Andrew and Renee and Kat, uh, it's a group of people that I'm so grateful to be included in because we create a very healthy environment. And when yes. we notice that things are getting unhealthy, we shut it down. Um, and, you know, I get a lot of questions a lot of like, how do you, how do you make it? Because I guess they think I've made it and that's very sweet for them to say. And I, I still think there's way more to do and so much more room to grow and places to go and things I want to do. But just just try, just keep trying. There is Absolutely. no one is ever going to be mad at you for trying to make your dreams come true. And, and you shouldn't rob yourself of that experience of just trying. What's the worst that could happen? You have to try again? Like, yeah. 
try. And, and you and, know what? With all the trying, what you said earlier that really packs the punch is you're going to get opportunity after opportunity if you try, but you're going to keep getting opportunities if you're kind. Because absolutely. people are going to want to hang out with you. People are going to want to work with you. And it matters. Uh, it matters so much more does. than people think. Don't like, be an asshole, children. Don't be, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Just go That's in right. there with your best foot forward. Be kind to everyone. Learn people's names. Say yep. thank you. Like, yep. It's like the simplest things, but you have to tell them to do it because I don't know. I, I really love learning people's names and their stories and saying thank you to the people who are doing their jobs. And yes. because that encourages them to do their job. And it makes you feel like you're really appreciating the little things in life. And that is the key to happiness. So 100%. that's what I have to say. Thank you, Rachel. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Learn names, be kind, try hard, folks. Yeah, say Just thank you, up. folks. Uh, and before we say bye, let me just read because uh, a lot of people shot some questions my way. Yeah. And, uh, let's let's give them what they want here. So this comes from B-Way Darlene. She says, <gasps> Darlene, if you could have lunch. I love you, Darlene. Sorry. I love that you know your Twitter fans. This yes. is great. If you could have lunch with three famous people, dead or alive, who would they be? Um, definitely Marilyn Monroe. Uh, she, I love, I love her very much. Um, I would also say Catherine Hepburn queer icon mm. who took no shit and did so much in her lifetime. And um, I would, I would really want to have uh, lunch with George Cukor, Cukor, uh, C-U-K-O-R, who was a famous director uh, who loved to work with Catherine Hepburn and also loved to direct for women and loved to, wow. to champion for women. And one of his famous movies, The Women, is one of the greatest movies of all time. And it, there's wow, no men in the cast. Knowledge. Yes. A lot of knowledge being shed here. This is yes. great. I'm going to hang on to those names. <laughs> I never would have guessed anybody choosing those people. That's great, <laughs> great choices. Uh, this one comes from, I love it. A lot of them have your face as their, as their profile picture. <laughs> This one comes from uh, Zegler Anadala. Yes. Does that ring a bell? Okay. Yes. He says, are you recording any new music? Um, on my own? Yes, I am. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on with my music just yet, but I, I, I hear you all screaming at me to release it. Uh, it's a hard, vulnerable place. I'm sure Drew understands. <laughs> like it's a little bit. Vulnerable. I don't understand. I'm completely shameless. Right. I, I will write a song <laughs> that is made up of fart noises and release it. It Beautiful. doesn't matter. To me. Beautiful. Uh, but yes, we'll I, see what happens. I don't know. I hope that you continue writing of what Thank I've you. heard, what you like to share on the internet. I think your stuff is gorgeous. Thank your voice you. is clearly gorgeous. That but means I think so much right. coming being, from you. Thank you. Being a songwriter is is vulnerable, and that's what makes it so brave. And yes. after this conversation, I can really assess that you are one of the bravest people I have met and had Thank the pleasure you. of talking with. Last Thank question you. before we say goodbye. Yes. Uh, this is from Exhale underscore Grande. Hello. Hello, Exhale. How is your screenplay coming? Yes. Also, what advice do you have for an aspiring actress? Is that also, Elise? I love you. Is that Elise? Is that is that their per this person's name? Do you know? Oh, I, know. I don't know. The handle is X. I didn't write it down. Okay. So, yeah, I think I think Elise? that might be Elise. Um, okay. So hi, I love you. Um, I, okay. So the first one was my screenplay. It's coming along. I've challenged myself to write a page every day. Um, okay. Because I kind of need that. Like I need that goal in order to actually write because I'm one of those people that will slam their heads on their keyboards. Um, but again, like my music, it's, it's coming from, you know, write what you know, and it's coming from a very vulnerable place. So sometimes I have to put it away and be like, I can't do this today mentally. Yeah. 
Um, but my, my therapist has been very helpful in that. And, and she's helped me a lot with what I can open up about and what is easy for me to access. Um, and then I'm sorry, the other was, uh, any advice for an aspiring actress? It really goes back to what I said before. Try, try and watch a lot of content. Like people will make fun of you for being like, I watch a lot of movies. Don't let them because it's studying. And I really yes. believe that. Like watch Jodie Foster. Yes. Yes. Go back to the people who set, who paved the way for what's already happening right now. I Absolutely. always say, go watch some Catherine Hepburn movies. I watch Audrey Hepburn as well. Watch Catherine Hepburn and Bring a Baby and the Philadelphia Story. And you will be yeah. a happy, happy gal. <laughs> wow. Oh, and also, wow. I love you too, Elise, because I, I know you said you love me. I love you too. That is very sweet. Thanks, uh, Twitter, for all those questions. Yes. And Rachel, I got to say, just to send off here, what a fan I am of yours now more than Ditto. ever, just having to get to hang with you. And uh, uh, selfishly, I really hope that you and I do get to work together one day. I hope so too. Oh, my goodness. It would yeah, be such we'll an honor. Sure uh, I'm glad I, I glad I got this podcast in before you blew up completely after the movie comes out. <laughs> then you'll never have time for me, of course. But That's not uh, true. I'll be back anytime you ask me. Anytime. You have an invite to the opening of Karate Kid whenever that happens. Yes, my guest, yes. come party with us and we'll have the best time ever. Can I hear some, Rachel. it's kind of a funny story, please? Yeah, well, thank that could you. that could be another offline conversation. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Rachel, <laughs> you're a dear. I really appreciate you taking the time. I Thanks agree. so much. Of course, anytime. Ouch, I stubbed my toe right as I pushed record. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Now We're Talking. We're a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. Fuck, my toe hurts. You can find out more about me and this podcast at bpn.fm slash now we're talking. You can find me, Drew Gasparini, on Instagram and Twitter and on TikTok at the Drew Gasparini. A big, fat, juicy special thanks to our guest, Rachel Zegler, and to all you sexy buttheads for tuning in. I really do love you. And hey, on the subject of loving you, why don't you love me right back by subscribing and rating this podcast wherever you stream your podcast. And please keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Tune in next week when our special guest is the mayor of stupid shit booger town. How's that for improv? My toe hurts. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.